Hello and welcome to a new podcast from The Race. This podcast is all about the ABB FIA Formula E Championship. My name is Jack Nichols. I've been commentating on the championship for a long, long time, since the start, in fact. And I will be joined by Sam Smith, who has been writing about the championship for a long, long time and is the, and is the race's Formula E reporter, aren't you? Thank you, Jack. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be chatting with you about all things Formula E, all the news from the paddock, uh, analysing the racing and uh, looking forward to the sixth season. I've, I think I've done all bar six races, I think. Uh, so looking forward to, uh, to joining you after each race. All bar six? I can't remember how many I've, I've missed. I think I'm about similar, about six. Maybe we're on the same number. That's quite exciting. Yeah, lots of degradation. <laughs> um, as a, you know, as a, you are a, a, a traditional motorsport journalist, you know, you like the old things, okay? And that's not calling you old, to be clear, but you like the old things. But yet you were very early on the, on the adopting of Formula E of, uh, of both work and interest. Why, why was that? Yeah, a little bit by accident, actually. I went to Punta del Este in 2014, the third ever Formula E race, a little bit of a busman's holiday in a way. I was uh, working with Motorsport Magazine just on a feature about the championship. Oh, and, so uh, oh, you weren't even like, oh, I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah, and I just kind of got hooked into it. And I realised as I was walking down the pit lane, I knew quite a lot of people in it from other championships I've mm. worked in, like A1GP, Formula 3, Champ Car and what have you, and uh, knew some of the people on the organisation uh, quite well too. And I just, even though it was very different to what it is now, I just got a real sense that this could grow, you know, that this was um, relevant, interesting, and the concept of it could could really go somewhere. So, yeah, I've done it ever since and, and, and really enjoy it. I think the racing's terrific. I think the product's great and the, the technology is really fascinating too. No, it's, I, I, I love Formula E and um, it, I think it's the purest form of motorsport out there, which sounds a bit ridiculous and controversial because it's known for its fan boost and love it or hate it. Attack mode has got, oh, everyone says Mario Kart, blah, blah, blah. But actually, fundamentally, it's we turn up to street circuits. You can't crash because you'll have crashed. Any mistake, you'll have crashed. You got four tires to do the race, build your engine and go. And that is it. There's no balance of performance like we see in GT3s or World Endurance. There's no stupid four-year party tires like in Formula One. And not am I criticizing those other championships because I like them enormously, but Formula E, I think, is the purest motorsport there is. I agree. I think the litmus test is always the drivers. And you've mm. got, I think, pound for pound, possibly the strongest uh, strongest field in global motorsport, or certainly pretty high up there. And uh, when you speak to guys like Andre Lotterer, who has been around the block a few times and got a lot of success in a lot of different championships, and slated Formula E before exactly. he entered it. Yeah, he did. Uh, I think at Battersea, he mm. was at Battersea Park and didn't really like what he saw. But once he did get in there and try it, boy, was he uh, was he shocked how tough it was and how much work he had to do to get anywhere near competitive. So if you take those little case studies, it's, uh, I agree, it's one of the purest and most difficult motorsport disciplines there is. And I think we're, we're in an exciting period because we're seeing a changing of the guard. We had EDAMs and, uh, and Audi really sort of dominating for the first couple of years. Tachita came in and had a go last year. But now it feels like the most... It's always wide open with who could win a race. But this year feels 
wide open with who could win a race, but also the championship. And it's not Audi and Edams. Yeah, it's one of the, the great things about it. You just can't predict anything to do with it, whether it be qualifying or the race or the championship. You know, I think someone like Robin Fryant will tell you that. A guy who was on riding the crest of a wave after New York last year with two victories in the championship and now sort of five races into this season, he's, he's nowhere and, and, fl- and floundering, not through really his own reasons, but just through circumstances. So, yeah, it does test everybody. Technically, it, it really challenges the engineers because there isn't much testing and there's a cost, cost-effective nature to it. So, you know, apart from uh, some of the remote capabilities that manufacturers have, there's not a lot of tricks that you can have up your sleeve beyond software and some clever thinking. So, yeah, it's a real real challenge. Well, make sure you join us for all the upcoming podcasts here on The Race. Uh, the first one will be a review of the Marrakesh E-Prix. And you can follow us on Instagram and social media at We Are The Race. And if you like this very short preview, subscribe to the podcast and then you'll get them all when they come. <laughs>